coming in smoking hot. We're talking about corruption. We're talking about cybersecurity again. I even mentioned Aura and Luz again in this one. And honest company business practice and how it's important for online commerce, online retail to flourish. Um, yeah, I'm going to go over some market stuff, do a little bit. You know, same old. Thanks so much for listening. Buenos Don Diddly Diaz, my fine feathered friends. It's your best friend, Ned Flanders. You know, one of the things I think, the thing that I admired the most about Jamie Dimon, we are making coffee right now too, by the way. Um, White Away Coffee Co. We've been trying it out. It's less expensive. One third of the price, two thirds of the coffee. White Away Coffee Co. Jamie Dimon once said, no, I am my brother's keeper. And I really admired that about him because he said that during an interview, like on The View, and he said, hey, I, I kind of take offense to that. I, I am my brother's keeper. And that's not easy to do when you're the leader of something and there's a lot of scrutiny on your organization and you just try and jump through the hoops, you know? But instead, he, he said the honest thing. He did the right thing and I admire that. We'll wait for this coffee to get done before I start jibber-jabbering some more. I'm sure it's taking its sweet freaking time, though. Well, I just burned my tongue. I just burned my tongue. I thought I put enough milk in there. All right, the coffee's done. Hey, psst. The coffee. The coffee's done. Hey, everyone. It's July 13th at 12.42 p.m. market time. I don't know what the numbers are because I don't have them in front of me. Um, yesterday... Did I even put out an episode yesterday? What the hell was I doing yesterday? Does anyone know? Ah, just same old research, same old boring stuff that I do. Digging into things and figuring stuff out, putting the pieces together, you know, same old, same old. Just watching the, the usual TV, usual YouTube channels, same old. Thinking inside of the box, instead of outside of the box. I'm going to steal the Declaration of Independence. Nicolas Cage in the movie National Treasure was going to steal the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> what a wild ride that, that movie. Talk about the thrill ride of the summer. Well, today I think we're gonna get these cans together and I think we're gonna go down to the old can place. Uh, we're gonna go recycle some cans, talk to them over there. The cool thing about the can place well, the cool thing about some of these places, actually, uh, recycling places, um, pawn shops, guitar shops, uh, downtown, the people downtown, there's no phones for these places, typically, or at least the people downtown, there's no phones. So. But the can place is cool because it's honest, and I can tell it's honest because I went there before and I talked to the people there. And when you find these honest organizations and network with them and to, to build a rapport just in case. What the hell am I talking about? It's Wednesday, July 13th at 12.45 p.m. market time. Let's try some of this coffee right now. You know, this podcast of mine 
has really turned into something, I think. Something to be really ashamed of. No, it's turned into a different type of project for me. And uh, it, it just didn't, it wasn't on purpose at all. It happened by accident. And if you look at the cover art, you know, Responder also have, that uh, basically says it all. Now, I don't know the age of the person that wrote that, but I do know that they're not that smart because they pretty much just exposed everything. That one little message, that one little carried away, stupid ego got to their head, thought they could just get away with whatever. And it kind of ruined a lot of stuff for me. So it, the whole podcast took a different direction. And then yesterday I made two episodes but I was like, nah, one was about trading. The first one was about trading that I was a little bit, I was a little tired and I was talking about a drop in the market. It's going to have a drop. And I was like, you know what? I don't want to publish this one. I just sound like an idiot. So I didn't publish it. And then I made a second one talking about the first one and how I didn't publish the first one, but I was right about the drop and I didn't publish that one either. Will I ever publish them? I don't know. I don't know, it's like the Sarkos part two missing episode, but it's not really missing, it just needs to be edited. Rat Rat doesn't edit anything. I don't edit anything. I think I'm gonna start doing a lot more stuff on the blog too, I decided. Because that way, if it's written somewhere and it's like published written somewhere, then like, you know, podcast just stops one day, then it's like, well, what happened to Bling? Like, oh, looks like his blog stopped too. Well, what the hell happened to Bling? And he's always been talking about going off the map, off the grid, getting off the radar. And he's always been talking about that walk into San Jose. Got a lot of big plans, you know? A lot of big plans. But I'm taking this artwork with me that I have here. Um, one of them I bought from Liberty Park. It was an artist at Liberty Park on a Sunday. I believe, could have been a Saturday. Um, you, they sell sometimes art, artists do at Liberty Park. And one in one artist in particular, I happen to like one of his pieces. It's very, well, I don't know what, what you'd call it, but it's very uh, imaginative, it's very fun. I will describe the, I will do, I'll describe the art piece to you. Well, there's a clock on the wall, and it says 2.30. You're like, is it 2.30 a.m.? Is it 2.30 p.m.? It's hard to say. Let's look at the rest of the piece. Um, from the clock, you have Bugs Bunny hiding around the corner of a wall. In Bugs Bunny's left hand, he's holding a gun. In his right hand, he's holding a bat, a baseball bat. Not a cricket bat, it's a baseball bat. What is Bugs Bunny wearing? He's wearing a costume or a disguise and it's one of those skeleton things. Remember the bad kids on the villains on Karate Kid? Those, dude, those skeleton costumes are rad. He's wearing a skeleton costume. 
Bugs Bunny's wearing a skeleton costume and his right hand is a baseball bat and his left hand's a gun and he's hiding around the corner and his eyes are like doing that thing, he's like shifty eyed. He's like looking, trying to look around the corner but he can't have peripheral vision. Over at the table in the kitchen, I assume, where Bugs Bunny's kind of hiding from is a skeleton in a sombrero, wearing a sombrero or a witch hat. I believe it's a witch hat. The skeleton is wearing a witch's hat and he's marking something on a piece of paper with his right hand and a pencil. And the piece of paper is on the table. In the skeleton's left hand is some playing cards. You know, like poker, playing poker pretty much. Directly across from the skeleton is a green alien who looks maybe like he's noticed Bugs Bunny, maybe? He's peeking over towards Bugs Bunny, but he's holding also playing cards, a full deck, or full hand of playing cards. To the alien's left, and to the skeleton's right, is a lone black cat wearing a hoodie. Well, I assume it's a black cat, so maybe it's a dark gray cat. Either way, just one cat. And he's holding also playing cards and a blue hoodie. Upon closer inspection, you cannot see what hand the alien has, but you can see what, at least a few of the cards that the cat has. It looks like he's got the ace of spades though, five of clubs. Uh, the skeleton, you can see his hand, at least some of the cards. No, you can't. There's a face card on there, I don't know. Um, there's a painting on the wall, there's a ship in troubled water, looks like. Uh, could, yeah, up against the rocks. To quote Senses Fail lyrics, Loose lips have sunk this ship to a shallow grave, washed up upon the rocks. I won't be saved. I'm stuck in a coma. Stuck in a never-ending sleep. Someday, I will wake up and realize I made up everything. Well, we're in the booth, and one thing that's been on my mind well, at least as of yesterday. Well, I mean, it's been on my mind previous to yesterday, but you know, you know what I mean. Come on, you guys know what I mean. Well, it was the um, the Saturday Morning Book Club. The episodes we, well, you know, the show that we used to do all the time on Saturday mornings, except there's only one of them. In, in, that, in that show, we talked about um, the Jewel and the Crown. We talked about Jewel and the Crown. Talked about Ronald Merrick, uh, Daphne, and of course, Harry Kumar. We talked about different tactics that corrupt organi organizations will use. In this case, um, in the case of Jewel in the Crown, um, Harry Kumar is charged with some serious crimes that he did not commit, and Daphne wasn't going to play along with it. Ultimately, you know, creating a problem to charge Harry Kumar with these crimes, so then they just charged, they just made up some crimes instead. They just said he was, um, 
what's the word? Like, yeah, seditious are just trying to get rebels together, leader of a rebel network or something like that. You know, because back then they couldn't digitally spy on people, so it was like they had to just, they, they could make stuff up, and then they can try and prove it later. With in, in today's day and age, with technology as, as sophisticated and as fancy as security or not, you know, they still find, you know, ways to get inside your phone and ways to look at them. See, even the horns and stuff, they get, the sirens even get beeped up. See that? No, do you hear that, not see it? The thing about corruption, though, is they will infiltrate an organization. Let's just use eBay, for example, and it's just for the fun of it. So when it comes to, like, a retail organization, especially a cyber one with uh, its own payout system, I mean, you have PayPal, which is a separate entity from eBay. So you don't need to know anyone in PayPal to do whatever <laughs> dirty deeds if you have your own managed payout system. Just get rid of PayPal. We don't have to deal with that anymore. And that was the other way around. PayPal was like, yeah, you guys, we're not dealing with that anymore. See, Harry Kumar, if he was trying to organize some sort of rebellion against uh, Ronald Merrick's people, there's probably going to be some sort of communications with rebels. But there's no... They can... It's all written down. It's all mailed and stuff. It's not... They didn't have the uh, internet back then. And they didn't have the cybersecurity threats that we have today. But if you have a digital currency, well, it's not just all under the table. It's not just paper money anymore. It's like, well, we gotta take this money from here and we gotta put it through this. That way we can make it look like we got it by doing that. Is everyone keeping up with me today? Because we're moving pretty fast. I'm just barely getting started here. I'm just getting warmed up. Barely finished one cup of coffee, shit. You know, for a minute there, I was really trying to get off the grid and, and do things away from this technological mess and all the cybersecurity threats that we have today. All the scammers, all the just whatever, pernicious, all the pernicious techniques to infiltrate one's organization or I mean one's cell phone an individual's cell phone and use that as like a way to be dishonest I don't I don't like that anymore I don't like that and so my whole thing was like well I'll just go back to pen and paper we'll do it that way but if you go back and listen to well Saturday morning book clubs. I talk about a lot of important stuff there. But if you go back just a few days ago when I was talking about cybersecurity, well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I was trying to promote Aura, the cybersecurity company, because they know it and I know it. And I wanted to make sure I mentioned Lose because I know that they're honest and the data that they can provide their clients is outstanding. I mean, I used to do a federal prosecutor investigates eBay, you know, a little role play there. That was fun too. I mean, I even got to showcase 
my Kiefer Sutherland, corporate trainer, trains eBay thieves. Yeah, yesterday, anyway, my point to all this is I really like art and I like that piece and I'll try and use it as a cover art. I don't have the copyright to it. I'm sorry, I did buy it off of the person at Liberty Park, so, you know, whatever. But yesterday I didn't make any shows. I was too focused on trading. And I was like doing a, a trading show. While I was trading, I was like, you know what? I'm doing too good right now. So, but I did pretty good yesterday, at least as far as I didn't make a ton of money. I didn't have a lot of money, but I, uh, my technique was good. Execution was good. And then I went out last night, looked from, I was walking. But I, I made another one and I was like, oh, I just don't want to publish anything right now. It just doesn't sound right. I'm not conveying the right message, you know? To all my fans and listeners at home, listening, tuning in at home. It's like this whole experience, as much as I've, would have much, 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 much rather have just been oblivious and ignorant to the world's problems, organized crime, corruption, um, money laundering, uh, identity theft, trafficking, various things. Um, as much as I would have loved to have like turned a blind eye to all that and just pretended it didn't exist because I wasn't affected by it, I was affected by it. And one experience of kind of disbelief, like they're not trying to really do this, are they? They're not really trying to just like steal my money, are they? And it, I kept trying to escalate it, kept trying to, I was like, this isn't right. Not so much that this, it's dishonest, it's corrupt, whatever. But I'm like, this isn't right. Something's not right here. And just that one experience, that one, that one uh, a decision that I, I had made to, to kind of just, let's just see what's behind door number one here. Let's see what this person's about. Let's see what, what they're up to. Let's just take a little peek, shall we? I mean, it used to be like, I don't care. I don't care if you have my password here. I'll give you my password, here you go. Yeah, rob it blind, go, go for it, knock yourself out. I didn't care. Now I'm over here changing passwords and just, I mean, sometimes, Sometimes I do like still like, yeah, let's see how far, let's see how corrupt we can make this phone. Download this, download that, see what's happening here. Let's check out the location. Oh yeah, well, this one's good. And by good, I mean infected. Oh yeah, this refurbished iPhone? Oh yeah, it's great, perfect. Let's see, let me go back to the other phone. Let's go download this. This one is actually, this one actually is, okay, perfect. I don't know, for people like me, it can, it can probably be a little bit of a slippery slope at times, like taking a little bit too far, you're getting a little bit too caught up in it. At times, at times. Um, but again, like one of my best, most um, stoic qualities is burning bridges burning bridges and starting over. Unfortunately, that's like what I'm really, really good at. 
And just because it's it's happened a couple times and I didn't think it was gonna be possible to happen again this time around. I, th I thought I'd reached that age of retirement and gray hair, accomplished some things, did some good things, tried to improve things. Um, only to find, like right there at the finish line, it's like, holy shit. Respond or I'll have eBay lock your account. Okay. Well, that sucks because I was going to use that money to do something else, but shit, yeah, go for it. And that, therein lies the rub. All the world is a stage. But that's why we need an honest president. That's why we need Jamie Dimon. You know, I think something that's missing in like organizational business and within the cyber uh, security community especially, is one's ability to read people, one's ability to um, assess a threat based on interaction alone, based on communication. One's ability just to assess a threat and not side, let me size up this pencil neck. Let's see what this is all about. I mean, in some cases, sure. Um, if someone's walking towards you aggressively, it's pretty easy to figure out what's going on and, and what their motivations might be. But you need, if it's, if it's a little bit more complicated and nuanced than that, you need someone who can actually figure it out quick before it's too late. I used to think, like, who cares if anything's passed? I just make another password, make another account. It's fine, whatever. I'll start over again. I do that all the time. But nowadays, I'm realizing it's a lot. It's a lot more complicated than that. It's a lot more complex. Like, sure, really, the majority of people it probably doesn't make a difference one way or the other. It doesn't doesn't matter because everyone's broke. No one has any money. There's nothing to uh, blackmail. There's nothing to extort. There's no money to be laundered. So why waste your time? Why compromise the entire thing? If, whatever. But if you have a GPU and a maxed out 2018 Mac mini with two terabytes of flash storage, well then shit. Sometimes you can become a target if you have something valuable, something, something worthy of a criminal organization's time to try and extort that money, try and get it for free. Dude, some of the scams that I'm seeing, they will have the buyer, have the seller ship the item, okay? They won't pay the seller. They'll still hold on to that money. And after the seller ships the item, the buyer will then say, I never received, I never received it, item not as described, whatever. And then they'll want a refund. And so then they'll get even more. They'll get double. I'm not kidding you. Say you sell something for 500. Says that everything looks good. Just shipped it off. Everything looks great. All right, buyer received the item. I mean, just let me just email customer support here over at eBay and let them know that the let them know the information that they already have. For some reason. Uh, and then right after you do that, they'll say, hey, give us some more information. Otherwise, uh, yeah, we can't pay to give you that money. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell? 
So they'll do that. Or once it's all, when you give them that information and all of a sudden the buyer's like, hey, this isn't, hey, the, hey, the seller lied about some of these, some of the specifics here. Um, it's exactly as described, but I can just say that it doesn't match the, the, this description and uh, I want my money back. All right, well, here you go. Here's another $500. It's like, hey, why'd you guys take another 500 out of my bank account? I haven't even received the 500 for the first payment yet. They just barely got it and they're returning it. So I'm out a computer, or I'm out an item of $500. I'm out $500, and I'm out $500. It's like they just jacked $1,500 from somebody like that easily. And no one can do shit about, hey, it's e-commerce, hey, it's a cost of doing business. The cost of doing business, is it really now? You know, when this whole thing started, um, not this podcast, but the war and everything, whatever, before my misfortune started, really started, um, I was kind of, I guess ambivalent, but I was not educated on the matter. I was ignorant, which is, I understand now why ignorance is bliss because ignorance really is bliss. Um, I just didn't understand the facts. I didn't understand the culture. I didn't understand uh, the complications of everything, the world, um, the history, uh, Warsaw Pact, NATO, all that. I, I had um, really not a lot of background knowledge of it at all in fact you can even go back and i was even like sympathetic towards uh, the other countries over there not not the united states i was like it sound looks like they thwarted something it looks like they got caught doing something it's like uh oh so that's why they went into ukraine and whatever to preemptively you know, keep the u.s out and that was my sort of ignorant belief at the time really you can go back and listen go back and listen to it I'm pretty sure those were commercial freeze. I, I didn't commercial freeze. I didn't start. Yeah, it's a commercial freeze. I didn't start um, monetizing my episodes until eBay happened. Until I realized I could get some other listeners around the world. All my fans listening at home, tuning in at home. And I was like, hey, we can make a couple bucks off this thing. You know, might as well. Like a memoir, here's my story. But it wasn't until I started reading a little bit more about it and understanding the, the dynamics and the, the real history um, behind stuff, behind door number one. And it's it just kind of shocking and eye-opening. And I was like, man, I wish I never I wish this never happened, you know? I wish I could have just been successful and made a lot of money and done it that way and figured things out later on and be like, oh, okay, I'll just do it that way then. And get extorted later on. But it didn't happen that way and here we are. Here you and I are in quite a predicament. But one of the, I guess the saddest things the, the thing that is, it just kind of gets me down when I, when I think about the, the scale of things, the scale of it all, 
is when I started reaching out for help back in April, everyone's like, eBay? Dude, eBay doesn't steal from people. No, you're just making it up. Okay, what was he, what was he getting into this time? It's like, no, I'm serious. It's fake, like, eBay's corrupt to the core. It's like, it's freaking, okay, okay, bling, that's enough of that. And it's like, okay, that's concerning too, because no one believes anyone. And, <laughs> okay. When you have two different cultures and two different societies, and one is sort of methodical and like a slow grind, and the other one's just like trying to um, pander to get votes, pander to the masses to get as many votes as possible to get into power, and that way they can be as corrupt as they want to. Um, when you have a culture that wants a million votes and wants all the likes, like and subscribe, make sure to like and subscribe. Make sure to unlike and subdue at least with my channel and, and this podcast, unlike and subdue indeed. When you have a culture and a population that is communicating in a way of just wanting appreciation, I just want someone to notice me, please, somebody. I wanna blend in, I wanna be cool. I want a pair of these Yeezys. I want these Monster High dolls and all these stupid Pokemon cards with $1,500 that get lost in shipment, don't cost anything to ship, easy to counterfeit. When you have a population that's like that and a culture that's like that, a very um, uh, easily influenced younger generation who's kind of raised on these like honest um, morals, uh, they're sitting ducks. They become the prey. And it's not... It's like the Matrix, almost. The scene in the Matrix where everyone's all... When he's getting, like, released, I guess, from the Matrix. I don't know. Oh, my God. Well, they're just in, like, these um, womb-type cocoon things. And there's all these connections and, and uh, interfaces to their body just using the energy that humans create as like uh, ca uh, the cattle or uh, like crops. Just incubating in this w goo and living there and survive. And the energy that humans provide is energy for the machines. Because the sun, because uh, nuclear war, the nuclear winter from the nuclear war made solar power not possible anymore. Well, we're not talking about Raker's wheel 2045 just yet the singularity, we're not talking about that just yet. We have all these kids playing like all these video games, yelling and screaming and getting their temper tantrums and looking at everything in a, through the scope of war in, from a video game sense. Very highly influenceable. Is that a word? Influenceable? Highly impressionable um, kids, children, doing online video games. Um, they all want Nikes and they all want Yeezys and they all want their Pokemon cards. Like the culture that's created there and exploited, they're all just waiting for the, the, the um, you reap what you sow, right? They're waiting for the harvest. And once it once that harvest does come, however long it takes, that's that slow sort of that methodical grind. It's like okay, it's go time. Let's go. It's go time. And so it hasn't been like everyone's on guard. 
look out for this, look out for that. It's been the opposite. It's everyone let your guard down. It's you know passwords. Who freaking cares? It doesn't even matter. Everyone's guard is down. <clears throat> Nothing. Loud bangs and noises don't startle me. I'm pretty brave. I want my monster hideout. I want my Yeezys. Where's my Pokemon card? Looking for this? Whoa, my Nintendo DS with pirated games? That is correct. How much do you want for it? It always reminds me of uh, Enemy of the State starring Will Smith. It's kind of a dated movie. It's kind of a dated movie. But it's kind of like up to date. It's kind of current. It's kind of present. I mean, if you think about it. Well, I mean, anyway, we'll, we'll wrap it up with this. This one doesn't really have, it's not really. Just a bunch of bumbling. You want to want to look at the market real quick, though? I want to take a little peek, a little, okay, let's do it. Fire this up over here and right here. While we're waiting for that to load up here. <laughs> um, before, yeah, before all this happened, I was like, this seems kind of like a coordinated effort to just kind of stop doing business with Russia, you know? It seems to kind of have come out of nowhere. Like, okay, well, I'll blame you and your stories. Oh, look at that, they bought the dip back. How about that? I guess it was kind of down today, I haven't even looked. Hey everyone, it's 1.40 p.m. Market time, the S&P 500 right now is at 38.12, down six points. With today's open being 37.79, today's high, 38.29, about, what, uh, 17 points away from that? Low of 37.59, it's 20 points below the open. Previous close of 38.18.80, this is the Blink Bear Podcast. So what's my take on things? What do I think is going to happen today? Eh, I don't know. I haven't looked at any charts and I haven't looked at today's uh, behavior yet. But if I had to guess, I'd assume that it uh, opened up down and then they bought it back because it's Wednesday because options expire today. But if you bought more time, they don't. Anyway, I'll uh, end it on this note. Um, kind of like what I was sort of going to be getting at with Ronald Merrick and starting Saturday morning book club is at the end of that episode I what's the word um, there was a bit of conjecture on my part of hey what if you know if if you can get in trouble for just anything made up like uh, Harry Kumar did I guess his his crime was being a little bit you know having darker hair and, uh, you know, that was more or less his crime and, and getting uh, charged that way. You know, the caste system, it's a caste system. And we started kind of looking into, um, you know, software and different types of attacks. And when we talked about that, we theorized and posited the idea of what if a, uh, a cyber intelligence firm had the ability to put um, files on someone's uh, digital belongings. Yeah, we'll just say pirated DS, sure. What if they were able to do that by not, <laughs> you know? 
by not being a pirate of the US? What if they're just able to do it? Bluetooth or Wi-Fi or whatever, uh, sonically, radar, uh, Havana syndrome, who knows? Who knows? But the way that things are structured right now, probably don't want that happening in the future. I'm from the future, so you don't want that happening. Because if that happens, it doesn't matter if you're a good person or not, or if you did anything wrong. If they say you did, <laughs> then you did, and that's not good. Then we end up, all of us, like Harry Kumar and everyone else, is wrong merit. Thanks so much for listening. You guys are the coolest. Good luck. Take care.